This episode of Dump and Change brought to you by our good friends at Picture This, Eagle River's only boutique, your inspiration for home decor. Gifts, accessories, hobo purses, they have those. Candles, yes. Hard to find unique home furnishings, again, yes. Hydroflask, smart wool socks. Locally family-owned Alaska business. Check them out on the web at picturethisalaska.shop and on the gram at picturethisalaska, where you buy all the things you didn't know you needed. And we're back. Welcome to episode 11 of the Dump and Change podcast, brought to you by Picture This Art Gallery in Eagle River. It's actually not even an art gallery anymore, but uh, uh, we'll get to them later. Uh, huge, huge guests again. Uh, I, I can't, I don't know how we keep outdoing ourselves, Walter. It's, it's crazy. Um, but to my right, uh, my lovely co-host, Walter Eunice. What's up, Walter? I got stung by a bee two days ago, <laughs> and it hurt. Um, I don't remember getting stung by a bee since I was an adult, but my arm uh, swole up and like the red spot around the bee sting went from my elbow all the way to my wrist. I, I showed you last night, right? Yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't look good. It does not look good. But my luckily my neighbor uh, has be- the bees for honey behind the house. And so I went over, I said, hey, like, am I going to die? And he's like, no, you know, it, this, it's going to take a few days to go away. But it hurt really bad, so don't get stung by bees. And there does seem to be a lot of bees around this year, especially. Uh, Steve's already uh, electrocuted, like, four of them with that electric bug, bug zapper thing he has. So doing good, other than that. I'm, I'm playing through the pain. Yeah, I'm playing through the pain. And the bees were in here uh, when Pete was here. They were all over Pete, but we had a guy take care of that. Actually, our executive producer, Steve Glines, has the little magic uh, r- racket, tennis racket, basically, that to electrocute those little bastards. So he tried to play it cool, too, but the thing was buzzing all around his Pete face. Pete was freaking out. He may be, uh, I don't know if he has an EpiPen or what, but he was kind of freaking out. Yeah. Uh, to my left, uh, producer, the big ginge. How we doing, bud? We're good. Okay. And executive producer Steve Lyons actually uh, is on the phone right now making deals, closing deals. He can't talk, but he gave us a thumbs up. Um, So, um, yeah, it's kind of a funny story before we get into the the, we have two. This is the first time we ever had two guests on at one time and for good reason. But um, I'm down Seward last weekend. I saw the big ginge down there. Big ginge. I'm just going to bust your balls a little bit. Big ginge is a hunter. He's an outdoorsman. Um, big outdoorsman, big, I mean, and, big, and like Steve Glines, our executive producer, more of an indoorsman. Okay. <laughs> Gomez, more of an indoorsman. And that's fine. That's cool. I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle, but anyway, uh, back to the ginge, big hunter. He likes to kill things, likes to fish, do all that manly stuff. So I go down to his campsite and I had brought a bunch of wood down there and we were staying. Okay. Well, I'm, I guess I'm an endorsement. I was staying in a house. I wasn't even glamping. I, I actually, I told you guys, like, hey, we, we're glamping. I was like, no, you're staying, in a, you're staying in a goddamn house. So I have all this wood that I brought down with no fire pit. So I'm like, well, we'll go down to his spot 403, Rager. Sorry, we didn't have your cell phones. We brought you down the Rager 403, spot 403 there in the Seward campground. Um, I go down there. <laughs> I roll up with my truck full of wood like a man. And this guy... He's got moose, little moose here, cute little black lab here. Like in the, what do they call the things? Like in a baby oh, thing. The snuggly. The snuggly. In his coat. I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool, whatever. And then I get out, and he's got a gas fireplace. Like the little tiny gas fireplace. I'm like, what in the hell is that? Like, can we smoke. have a real fire? And he said, yes, they turned it off for me. But I thought that was kind of, I don't know, do you do that? Well, he is engaged now, so maybe this is for the old lady or... 
You're chirping because I don't have a mic. He doesn't have a mic. He can't, he can't fight back. But anyway, <laughs> and he's holding his little cute puppy. You get a picture of that. That's great. Um, so, um, again, uh, so that's my, my funny story. But the other side of the Seward story is, is I actually ran into our, our guests. And the funny story is that in Seward, Seward's a small town, one town road. And I'm on one side, and, they're, and the two guests that we're going to talk about, I wanna, but they're on the other side. They come running over to me. Like, hey, you're the guy from the Dump and Change podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I am one of the Dump and Change guys. So I told that story to these guys, and they're like, Steve's like, really? I'm like, no, dipshit. <laughs> they don't know me from anybody. Some old bastard over there. No, they run. I went to them, <laughs> said, yeah, are you so-and-so? Anyway, we get to that. Super excited. Uh, like I said before we started the the, um, the uh, audio here that uh, – um, I don't know you personally that well, but always been a fan of like everyone we have. Every Alaska hawk that comes out of here and does so good, like you have done. Um, it was fun to go back and in research because I mean I did I learned so much. It was it was great. I was addicted. I asked my wife. I was like one thirty uh, in the morning, uh, hitting the hitting the um, the research button. So uh, I'm gonna have Walt uh, introduce our guest, and I'm just so excited. Yeah, forgive me. I'm uh, in addition to the. Uh to the severe bee sting that I have currently. I'm also minus one of uh, two contacts. So I'm not sure. Googly eyes. Yeah, it's going to be, we'll save the name for that off the air. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, do we ever have a treat for you today? You'd be hard pressed to find two hockey players with a resume or street cred, street cred, if you will, of our next two guests. Two full ride division one college hockey players, Northeastern, Minnesota Duluth. Both played professional hockey. Boston, Connecticut, Sweden, China, and Calgary, where they combined to win the CWHL championship in 2018-19, and then proceed to put the Washington Capitals post-Stanley Cup celebration to absolute shame when they burned down Calgary for about a week after they were superstars. World Junior Silver Medal, two world championships, NWHL championship, gold helmet Sweden SDHL championship, CMC silver medal winner in 2012. That's the Coach Mac Cup for fully funded. Mount Marathon competitors. I could go on all day. Bottom line, two of the most accomplished hockey players to leave our state or from our state, and both certifiable rock stars, Miss Tori and Zoe Pickle. Welcome. <laughs> oh, that's quite the intro. Yeah, it is. Starting with a dramatic bee story there. Yeah, speaking Very of dramatic. bees, actually on the way here, <laughs> not to be completely <laughs> white girl, but we were on the way and we were early, so we're like, oh, yeah, let's stop into Starbucks. We're in the drive through line and this bee comes zipping into <laughs> the window. And I'm just saying that we're, we're lucky that we stopped because I completely lost my cool. No, they're, that's, uh, they're, they're out and about. I mean, yeah, summertime I is here for sure. So No control. I'm going to put my... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I can hear myself. That's so great. Um, so, super excited. Um, and as as you know, our our podcast is is about Alaskan hockey. Um, and I think Walter said it best. I mean, you guys are you guys are rock stars. We kind of had to creep your Instagram game. Um, Tori, you take beautiful pictures. I mean, just incredible, incredible. Thank you, thank up. you. But both yours was just. Wow, it's uh, you guys are rock stars living the life. I mean, you guys have taken hockey, kind of even transcending that into when we'll get into your your fitness and stuff. Obviously, guys are into that big time. But um, but I'd like to kind of start with um, I mean, 
first I'd like to say you guys have to be the most prolific tandem sister playing hockey players to come out of Alaska. Am I missing anyone? Not no disrespect for anyone else that came before you, but oh, I don't. Kelters even too. Darian Love. Yes, they're they're on our list too, and we're mm-hmm. gonna get to them at, at some point. We're gonna tie that in. That's true. Um, but two D one. I mean, you guys have had a fabulous, fabulous careers, and congratulations on that. So, Thanks. and it's so pum- we're so pumped. Like I said, we're fans, and um, even though we don't know each other, we're always cheering for you guys uh, <laughs> from the side. But um, so we want to kind of start with uh, kind of your youth hockey career in in Alaska. Um, you know, you're uh, you guys came from good athlete genes, I would say. Um, great genes. So you guys had it in your, your mom and dad, both skiers, right? Mm-hmm. UA. Um, so what, what kind of sports did you guys play growing up and why was hockey the big sport you ended up playing? I guess is the, the first question. Yeah. I mean, we actually grew up ski racing. Um, yeah. so both of our parents were up here, um, and we're on the Alpine team with UAA and then, um, they stayed They're both from California. So we were born and raised here and grew up ski racing and then, just doing anything in Alaska that Alaska has to offer golfing and, you know, through high school, they had the flag football and we just did like pretty much skiing everything we could, but skiing and hockey were the main thing until we got to an age where we had to decide and soccer in the summer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, that's uh you guys are just beyond athletic. I mean, I mean, uh, you guys are, your guys are athletes. I mean, I think you guys could pick up any sport probably. And, and and do equally as well as you did in hockey. Um, the other part is uh, your mom, obviously a big part of your, your hockey career. Did she, how many years did she coach you uh, yeah, growing up? I mean, she's been our biggest inspiration. Like since we were, she just provided pretty much anything we wanted to do. Right? Heck, if we mm-hmm. wanted to play basketball or baseball or you name it, she would have been there to drive us. So as long as we were committed, she was. And um, I mean, she loved hockey too and uh, skiing and we were like, exposed to those things and the people around us were too but yeah t you got anything else on that one well i wanted to figure skate oh yeah tori was a figure skater really yeah she's a really good skater like that (laughs) that is by far like what just propelled her into hockey like the rest she picked up easily but because she was such a good skater i think it opened up her doors to so much yeah i mean we started playing hockey we're you know tiny and then i was like I want to figure skate. And my mom's kind of like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I want to wear that fancy outfit and twirl around. She has she like Michael the tutu. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love the tutu. And I was like up at the Diamond Center, right, at 5 a.m. And my mom's like, God damn it. Like, she brought me, though. Yeah, she still supported you. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. It's like when your kid wants to be a goalie. Mm. Okay, we'll do it. They don't have to like it. Well, it's kind of funny you mentioned figure skating because uh, I'm a hell of a lot older than you guys, but my little sister, Lynn, who is six years younger than me, when she she played hockey as a kid, and back then it was girls or figure skaters, Mm -hmm. boys played hockey, and that was it. And she got told, you know, you can't can't play hockey. You got to be a figure skater. So, I mean, that's how far the game has come, and it's, mm-hmm. it's just incredible. Um, and we're going to get to that in a, in a minute, like I said. Um, so your mom's your your coach, and so as I grew up having my dad as my coach, um, both of us coach our kids. So 
tell us kind of like the good and bad and ugly of having your parent coach. Cause I, when we've, I've been there on both sides of it, but some of the, the challenges and some of the, you know, other things of, of having your, your a parent as a coach. Honestly, we didn't have much issues with my mom at all. Like she was awesome. There was no really analyzing the game or just seeing like what we did, did wrong and stuff. If we asked, she would give us something, but, um, it was pretty neutral. I mean, I didn't have any. No, I mean, if I had a bad game, then she'd be quiet, and that's when I knew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, yeah. was the, that was the tell. <laughs> Do you have anything to say? Nope. <laughs> Not today. I mean, she was an assistant coach with me growing up. Um, who was when the, I was with, head coach? With Kelso, with Wes Kelso, and I think Scott Great Bo. guy. And, um, oh, yeah, Coach yeah. K. Chicks yeah. did glove. Oh, yeah. yeah, Chicks did Coach yeah. K. That was always yeah. a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you had her more no, than I did. Yeah, I had her quite a bit, and I think maybe a little bit with Trepper, too. So mm-hmm. she ran a lot of our dry land. I think that's where a lot of our inspiration on just that kind of lifestyle and being into the strength conditioning side and what that does for the game. Like, we were girls playing boys hockey growing up, and so if you weren't, you know, at the top of that and being, an, you know, one of the top players and making sure that you're a threat on the ice at all times, and you don't belong there. So you have to make sure that you're a threat um, – you know, in the best way, in the good way. So, um, and if you're not, then it's really not the best place for you to be to develop. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good point. And, uh, one thing that probably helped it, you guys are legit players, not like you were, uh, you know, almost made the team. I mean, you guys were legit. So that takes away a lot of the, the bullshit that your mom probably had to deal with, with parents, which we get into the parent thing. It's just like, you know, dealing with parents that's is the worst part, part of pod. Yeah. No kidding. On, on, Psycho on, dad. On, yeah. on parents, parents ruining <laughs> hockey. Um, so how, how many years did you guys play? When did you guys just start playing with girls? Uh, you guys played on boys teams, obviously growing up until what um, age? Tor- Tori and I have had a little bit, we never crossed over until we got older, but, um, at least High for school. Yeah. At least for me, uh, I grew up playing like the Trups were a huge, uh, influence on me. I pretty, Hayden and I grew up, uh, together and we played together all the way up through, I think it was our Bantam AAA team with rick um and that's when like kind of the Sorensen trup team uh everyone kind of went separate ways mm-hmm. and um but up until then i think it was when i was like 14 12 14 i would go on some trips with some of the girls teams when like pam dreyer was coaching with the 19s and um, i would jump in with some tournaments with her but there wasn't like a lot for girls here and there wasn't a lot of opportunity and um when we were growing up. So we played more of the boys growing up. And then when I was with, uh, Rick, I, I actually remember him. We were at the Bauer tournament in Chicago <laughs> and, uh, um, it, we were really, it was like a, it was a tough tournament for us to be in. We were trying to expand and he was trying to get more, um, exposure for our boys too. And, um, that was when I started playing with the girls and he pulled me aside and he was going to put me back on the power play. And he's like, I think that playing with the girls has been a really, I would play with them part-time. That's when I could dual roster. I don't know if they do that anymore, but yeah, the girls can, no, they can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I I think at some point you have to like decide, are you going to go to state with the boys? Are you going to go to regionals with the girls? And, um, so I still stayed with like my boys team until then, but I think, starting when I started playing with the girls and had more time with the puck and started to learn the game in a different way um, it really helped me develop too and so I would still get the strength and the speed 
and uh, that higher intensity with the boys. But then if I had time with the girls, I got to learn the game in a different way and I got to possess the puck more. It wasn't about moving the puck quick and um, well, it, it is at the higher level you go, but mm-hmm. it's um, it was just different. And that really helped me. So I fully encourage girls who um, have the chance to do both growing up. I, I would think that it, it's like the best thing that I ever did. I'm really glad I did that. And I didn't just like play boys. Like I still played through high school, but then didn't just go that to university. You know, I don't think it would have been a good switch. You you bring up a good point, and we've talked about this before, is where a kid, um, be it boy or girl, they want to play on the top team, whatever, all-star, triple-A, they mm-hmm. want to be on that team. And uh, and they don't make it, and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with going down to a, a wherever and have the puck in your stick in every key situation on the power play, your penalty killing. How much can yeah. you learn by being, if you just make a team, barely make a team, you're not on the ice much, you're yeah. not learning anything. Nope. And when you learn so much more, maybe at a different level, um, but that, that's, that's, a, that's a good good bit of advice for sure. Um, so you both played youth hockey, and I just want to tell your mom what a tremendous job she's done. Not well, just with both of you, but just she's such an uh, adv- advocate of, of her players, and she help, really does help push them along, and she does incredible. incredible so work. many of her players – are you know they they go wherever they're going for college or, or the next step because christy's the one that's like making the pushing. calls pushing them mm-hmm. and uh and <laughs> yeah and what's that, her number they, now that college is, girls that is like two two hundred well and it's great it's great and she really? stayed with the program after wow. you guys were gone you know yeah. i mean she she wasn't there just for her girls no. she stayed with it and every race. year that all-star group you see them put out something online and always says so-and-so committed here so-and-so mm-hmm. committed here so and it's it's really well exactly what reed said she's just she's a big advocate for her girls and she put she pushes she gets them she gets some places and it's very cool to see yeah she's awesome she's put it put in over 200 girls in college that's un- yeah and unbelievable. d1 d3 yeah, yeah. There's and a it's place not just her girls it's it's girls that have gone to the rival teams and then come back to my mom like will you help me and of course she, she does. does she does absolutely <laughs> and they're sitting at our kitchen counter writing up cover letters and resumes and it's like it is unbelievable yeah. what she does we see what she does at home <laughs> and a lot of people in the hockey world who don't know her well or like want to hate her which like is you know that's a thing but <laughs> they don't know what she does at home but we do and sometimes we get mad at her We're like mom you can't just volunteer your life <laughs> but she cares so much and uh she's intense about it and a lot of people think that you know that's how we got to where we were but it's it came from us but she just provided us with so us much opportunity yeah yeah exactly and um i mean you're not going to get to that next level by your parents. Like you guys, I'm sure you've learned a ton coaching your kids too. Oh yeah. Like if you're on top of them and they don't love it and they don't learn to like be part of that process, then good luck. Yeah. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's not going to, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Big big hats off to to Christy. I mean, just awesome. Just (laughs) for sure. It would be remiss. We didn't talk about, about her for sure. Um, I just want to know, uh, just some of your best Alaskan hockey memories in Alaska before you guys left and went, on to become rock stars, which I mean, what, what's some of your best, uh, you know, do we have anything from, uh, it's like, where do you even start? So many to choose from. I mean, we can come back to this question. Yeah. Growing up, (laughs) growing up and, um, you know, being part of like a sort of brotherhood, I think is really special. And, um, 
you know, like I said, with the Trups and stuff, we would spend a lot of time with them and we go to the Okanagan hockey schools and do that. Great place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. You know, <laughs> pretty, like pretty, nice. pretty decent spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but to be honest, one of the most crazy stories I had was when I was playing a uh, 16 double a with uh, JJ <laughs> with Justin Johnson and Corbin Schmidt and uh, who else was our, Ryan Young, I think was a part of our coaching. <laughs> so there were young coaches for a midget team and. Uh, we had one of our first tournaments. We were going. So you're still playing boys at this time? Yeah, okay. it was at the junior aces. And we went to um, uh, Fairbanks for a weekend. And we were staying down. Is it the Pikes? The, yeah. 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 Pikes, yeah. And I think it was like the PFD had just come out. And so there was like a lot of a little riffraff going on where of, we were. A lot of we rich were in, people around. We were in that side. <laughs> we were in that like side building that on was right. disconnected yeah, from. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I just remember that night. It was like a really nice evening, and Courtney, Roy, she was, we were the only two girls on that team, so we would room together. And, oh my gosh, I just, I actually remember that night. Like, my windows were open. Like, they kind of had, it was like a little patio there. And I remember, like, closing them because I'm like, there's a lot going on out there, and it's kind of sketchy. And uh, not to give Pikes a bad name, or anything, but well, it always seems like the rooms were freaking like, hot, like eighty degrees. Yeah. It's so like, for some reason, we had things opened up. We, uh, yeah, and we we're just there for the weekend. So anyway, we we get to bed and wake up in the middle of the night. Courtney threw, throws a pillow at my head, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" And I'm sleep talking to this bum sitting on the end of the bed. And we lo- in, in your room, <laughs> in our room, black, the, the bathroom lights on. There's shit everywhere. Excuse me. And Courtney's like, Joey, what are you doing? And we were like freaking out. So <laughs> we're like, what, 15 or 16 years old. And we're laying in our beds like, you know, fight or flight. Like, what do you do here? But it's dark and we don't know if he's going to pull out a knife or a gun or he's hammered and I'm sleep talking to him. I was talking about Peter Pan going hunting. Um, that's the last <laughs> thing I remember before we were like, Hey, this is our reasoning. Uh, we got to get up early. And he's like, yeah, uh, well, I, I got to get up too. you know, girls, I like to, you know, we're like, okay, well we got to go. Uh, we're going to go meet this party down the road so we gotta go and he's i like to party too i'll come with you guys and i'm not afraid like i'm a fighter and he like leans down and kind of like gets in courtney's face and i'm like yo dude you gotta like you gotta leave you gotta vacate and then so we we're we're like felt trapped you know so he gets up and he goes and he sits down on this uh chair like in the room in the corner and just passes out and we're like oh shit so instead of getting up and leaving we are trying to call like our other teammates and one of our other the teammates like comes out of the room and comes in the hallway and then I call the security and they wouldn't give me my coach's room because it was like policy that they wouldn't give me the room and I'm like well <laughs> can you call the cops can you call it you know and eventually I get JJ's number and I call him he's like what meet me in the hallway and of course he's like still awake and it's like two in the morning and i think they might have had a couple crispy boys and you know so they're coming out and <laughs> you meet me in the hallway we go out and then we came um sorry we we had gone out and he followed us out so we got up to go out he followed us out and then we locked him out 
And so when JJ finally got when we got a hold of him, he came out in the hallway and he had like his boxers on and I think like a big gold chain on. And I think <laughs> nice. this is when I think he had got called up to the AHL at some point this year too. But and he had to leave halfway through, but I'll never forget this. And JJ had <laughs> we joke about it all the time, but we met him in the hallway and he didn't know that that guy was in our room. He just thought, cause he was trying to get back in. We don't know how he got in, but he was trying to get back in and JJ, you know, respectfully, but forcefully grabbed this guy and he took care of business or what he needed to do to make sure that he was in a good place away from the kids and that we called the police and had to do a police report and we were up all night. But it Holy was shit. one of those stories that I'm like, oh my God, I am so lucky. And I guess there was some drugs that were left in our room and there was some things that were on him that he had taken, but um, that guy's we were safe. That and guy's a lucky man because if, if JJ comes in and he's yeah. in the room, oh, that guy's dead. I know. And that's what, I mean, am I right? Cor- Corbin too. Like he wasn't there at the time, but the next day he's like, you were lucky that I wasn't there yeah yeah (laughs) and I'm like oh like JJ wouldn't take care of anything but no he did and he was uh yeah, I was I'm like, stumbling down. The <laughs> <laughs> I, I, sorry, at first I, 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 I thought that you're gonna say. I, I thought that story was going. It was gonna be end up. JJ was the one in the room, drunk. He's in the wrong room, but no, he wasn't. Mm. Show, the me lucky. show me on the doll. Yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> the kid is lucky that uh, yeah, there were whoever that guy was, whoever the bum it was. It was just a uh, yeah. So he, whatever happened so, to that? So did he crawl in your window? It was drunk. No, it was just a drunk. Uh, how did he get in the but room? We out? have no idea. Oh, maybe he had a maybe he had a room key. He might have like had a room key. Like you're talking about with the drugs before. And now, like every time I go to, every time I go to a hotel, I'm like super locking the door. Like who knows? Maybe we came in and out of the room and it wasn't closed all the way, and he was just pushing on rooms. We were like the first room out of the staircase. Okay. So. Who knows like how he got in there, but we woke up at 2.30 in the morning and this bum was sitting on our beds. And <laughs> next thing I know, yeah, he might have got a couple bruises here and there, but JJ put him in his place and the cops came and the rest is good. Oh but my God. It, uh, it brought our team together and just say that for sure. Hey, Pikes, Fairbanks, they want to increase security when, when the anchor teams come up there, please. Yeah. <laughs> this is Bush League. <laughs> so um, you both kind of took similar... Uh, pass um through hockey and I did, I did not know this is some, one thing i learned you guys played for the north american hockey academy was that in stowe vermont yeah yeah not a bad place to be it was beautiful not a bad place to be and you guys are skiers obviously so, yeah um, win-win times yeah so how, how was that i mean that that's like a prep school right a specific sport specific uh prep school yeah i mean that's a special place it's um it's like a, a varsity and a jv team Naha Red and White, white yeah. um, in one old ski lodge. So we had a blast there, and they had trailers outside. That's where we would homeschool, basically. We'd take our school from, you know, wherever the girls came from to Vermont and finish our school up there. But Zoe was there before I was, and, and I came in my junior year, and we got to room together, and uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. We play together, yeah. Um, but you were, you and your sophomore year or yeah, I went my sophomore year and then, uh, yeah. And then you came, so we, we had an overlap year, but, mm-hmm. and then you went for two years, junior and senior. It's North American hockey Academy. So it's okay. literally just two teams that live in a ski chalet and we go to school. We like go to practice. One team practices in the morning, one team practices in the afternoon. 
and we have like little cubicles in a trailer in the back that we would go to school with so you'd hear like dana over there trying to learn french and then someone over in the next <laughs> cubicle is learning english and you're just like Rah! everyone's in just a suit of gray chirping each other really <laughs> yeah. yeah probably not the best like hygiene air time for everyone just thinking they can just be scrubbing it and you know, it's just okay. Sorry, not hygiene. That sounds terrible. But, <laughs> but I know, think the year that I came, everyone why were you, went. Why were you a year behind? You're older, yeah. I'm a '94. She's '92. Okay. We're yeah, we're one grade apart. But do your research, Bob. I am. I, I double checked before I said that, and uh, Elite Prospects has it wrong for you. Oh, just so you know. Really? Huh. Yeah, we had a we had a pretty good squad though. I think. Everyone on our team that year played D or signed D one. Well, it says they, they have like a hundred percent like college placing. placement. Yeah. yeah. I mean whether That's it's D one or D three, but my, I think my senior year we had twelve seniors that went division one. Wow. So we had a really big class. Mm-hmm. I think wow. we had like a hundred and games and we were like Yeah, it was uh, we played a hundred games like throughout the whole season, but our yeah. team was like eighty six, six and two. We it was insane. Pretty good. Yeah, fine. we had a really good year. <laughs> About those two losses. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I think one of them was to the Red Naha team, oh, which your, is your like this. Yeah, yeah, that was not good. Well, so, it's not like you, you, you say the, the word academy, you think of oh man, some brick buildings and stuff, but it was not so much as like trailer. No. But that's but what really, I mean by really specific. Yeah. I mean, but sports specific, but and that's becoming kind of the new norm. Yeah. And we talk about on the Big pod, we, we've talked about uh, you know kids leaving early in the state. Um, but I think for girls, it, is it, it's a little different with girls because, I mean, I take my, my niece, Sydney Swanson, she left to go play in the 16 or, or for Bell Tire. I mean, it, it's different. It's not like, it, it's almost like you guys have to leave if, you, if you're good. And, and, and I'm a big, if you're top, like, even if you're a boy, top three in the, in the state, leave. Mm-hmm. But I think we'd like to bottom three stay here, but that's what's happening now. <laughs> right, kids are right. leaving that are not their average and yeah. they're leaving. But why are you leaving? Cause like, your buddy's leaving, you know, know? exactly. It's yeah. like Johnny's going. So I feel like I have to go if I'm going to be any good. Trickle FOMO. Back. FOMO. Yeah. FOMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's an epidemic. Uh, it is. But like, sure. it's, I think even more so now, like with the resources that you have, uh, I think coaches that have been around now that have been part of growing some of those generations of the girls coming up, um, including my mom, like she knows every college coach in the country uh-huh. and it is a very small world. Like yeah. I'm pretty familiar with a lot of the coaches too, like Tori and I both are. And, um, it's a, it, it's a small world. And if you're going to be any good, like whether you're from, it doesn't matter. Wasilla, Anchorage, Eagle River, Kenny Lake, Kenny Lake, <laughs> Kenny Lake yeah. you're going to get noticed. If you're going to be any good from your state, you'll make it to the regional level. You'll go to national camps mm-hmm. and you'll be seen by the coaches. And if, if you're, you're good, on a, you. if you're on a travel team, yeah. Like, you know, my mom's teams, they go out to the, the good tournaments, the Can-Am tournaments where there are a lot of prospects. So if you're any good, it'll rise to the top and yeah. you'll, you'll be seen. So, um, it's really nice to have those resources here now. Like Tori and I have talked about, we're like, it'd be so fun to come back and like coach a team together. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I offered a uh, coaching position to Tori before she decided to go play pro hockey. Oh, instead. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. My time. Denied. Yeah. But it's totally, Denied. but she doesn't, you Maybe know, this year. when I, when I kind of met Tori again was when she started coaching my son and it's just exactly what we've always talked about, like different coaching, different viewpoints, different mm-hmm. styles. My son loves 
getting the sessions with Tori because it's yeah. totally, it's different. It's different. And it's funny watching them. I stand back and watch and they're both very competitive and they'll start competing and like uh, shooting pucks and stuff. Like, well, let's go again. Let's see how many we get again. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Well, that, that, that's a good point. It's one point I missed. You guys are pretty close in age. Um, how was that growing up? Competing wise with each other, was it never get vicious? Oh, I got always, a story for you. Or is it? Is it uh, yeah, here we go. No, no, no. But <laughs> we're we're close. Like I, I we, see that. Yeah, we, we don't healthy. fight. We really don't. Yeah. I mean, there was one time when I started getting a little faster than Zoe. Listen she didn't like it. Listen to me. Right, Tori's a really good runner, and <laughs> at some point during, like, what was it, middle school? You know, I was always like the big sister and I was stronger and faster than her. And that was just the way it was. Okay. The way it will always be. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and meanwhile, she's this little like, you know, little thing with a big motor. And we're at the Bear, I think it was Bear, Bear Valley. Bear Valley 5K. And there's like a huge hill at the beginning of this thing. And she... <laughs> you she didn't passed, trip her, did you? She passed me. No worse. And I was so pissed. I grabbed her ponytail and I ripped it down. Yes. yes. She grabbed my hair. And she squealed and then just kept running and I couldn't catch her. It was so bad. No. And I turned back Who at her that? like, did you just do that to you me? pull my hair? You know, I wasn't even like, you know, what the hell, Zoe? I was kind of like hurt. She was sad. Like, did it, you? it made me sad. And actually. then I just I ran faster. Oh, yeah. I kicked her ass on that race. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Immediately regretted that decision. I know. Yeah. I was no touching of the hair or, or face. face. No. <laughs> um, but I mean, we didn't. Obviously, we didn't play yeah. together in Alaska growing up, right? I mean, yeah, she was a grade above me, um, and almost two years in age. But our first time playing together was at Naha, mm -hmm. my wow. junior year. Wow. And then we fun. separated again for university. Yep. And then we're like, let's try this again. And Back we in Calgary. Yeah. to Calgary. In fair enough. We'll get, we're yeah. get to that. But so, yeah. Yeah. so, so you go to mm. UMD, mm -hmm. Duluth, great town, great hockey town, yeah. beautiful town. My, my, both mom and dad are from Duluth. Oh, they born wow. And, and, and went and graduated from uh, UMD. Huh. So he, uh, just a great, Smart. great town. Great yeah. town. Uh, tell us about what it's like playing college hockey. It's such an iconic state and school i mean i know i i i mean that's what like that's what i was drawn to from the beginning i think i was there for a, a national camp when i was like going into my freshman year of high school and it was actually my first college visit we took the the time to be able to go see some of the um we were in saint cloud for a national team camp and um we went to uh, Duluth and some of the surrounding Minnesota schools and when I Duluth was my first one and Shannon Miller was there and actually met me in person and just like happened to be that she was there and it was in the summer and it was beautiful you know it's on Lake Superior like, oh, yeah. and you got the bridge mm -hmm. and all the fun little outdoor restaurants on the, on the lake and um, and just everything about it and even like the outdoors community with with it it just felt like home big time yeah and i probably saw it i don't i don't even know so i saw so many other schools after that but i i came back to duluth i couldn't help it like i loved it my first impression and everything felt like home there so um a lot like anchorage it's yeah. not real huge yeah it's two and a half small. hours out of minneapolis and how many other trip, how, like how many other schools did you go to <sighs> a lot yeah so uh, in the whole time do you think that your heart was pretty much set 
on Duluth. Like you're just kind of randomly going <laughs> on the Wasted edge. all those other coaches. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this is a yeah, great, great, great room. Looks great. Oh, yeah, yeah, love your facility. Line, power plays. It's fantastic. <laughs> love your facility. Yeah, great beautiful facility. Here. Yeah. Going to Duluth. I'm going to Duluth, by the way. But yeah. No, Duluth was always in the back of my mind for sure. But it's I, I was open to anything. But just the feel of that, the size of the school, there's so many things like the hockey community and um, Plus what a and badass the, mascot. Yeah, Bulldog. The Bulldog. Right on. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I committed on 2010 after they won their fifth national title, mm. which is, like, Decent. even more reason to be like, yeah, I'd Wanna love be part to of go it. there. <clears throat> Had a new rink, Amsoil Arena. It's gorgeous. I don't know if you've seen that. I've seen it. Beautiful. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. the deck was pretty cool because it was, like, yeah. right on top of the water. Or the water. Right on top of the ice. It's, but, that's water. Um, it's water frozen. Yeah, my, my claim water. to fame is I played for <laughs> Michigan Tech. I butt in at a guy in, in, in Duluth. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and my grandma's watching. And oh, I did feel Sorry, shame. Jamie. I did feel shame. Uh, but anyway, that's another story from their time. But um, so, yeah. <laughs> did uh, Grammy that's actually you a good one. That's actually a good one. I uh, Real quick. I don't uh, I, I got uh, I got suspended by the league for one game. <laughs> for butt-in. Not butt-in. Like, oh, I did. I did. I was. Is that when you get clutch and grab and I just got hauled down. I was pissed. Stupid, stupid play. So I apologize to my coach. Apologize to my team. Uh, sit out one game. Coach says, you're sitting out next Friday. And the team's suspending you Saturday. I'm like, got it. No problem. You know, I was embarrassed and whatever. So Friday night, I'm not playing. Well, guess what? <laughs> I'm like six, six Coors lights probably yeah. in at that time. <laughs> Coach calls Keystone. me. Uh, <laughs> my, my Darcy Martin grabs the phone and goes, hey, it's coach. I'm like, no, okay. Yo, what's up coach? Uh, we need you to dress tonight. Uh, so and so pulled his groin, and uh, we need you're not going to play, but we need him. Like, wait tomorrow night. I, I just uh, no, coach. I just I, <clears throat> I just ate a big pizza. Oh, bogged down. He's like, you're not playing, man. Just get your get your. He says he says get your cords on and come up to the rink. Cords, cord. I, Corduroy? Who says cords? Yeah, corduroy pants. So anyway, I, my, I, I was like hanging the coach up. I'm like, he's like, it was like, who who's that? All the guys that were playing. Who's that, man? It's like, it's coach. I I need a ride to the rink. I'm, I'm playing. I'm, I'm in the lineup. Oh, shit. So I come in, and everyone else knows that what people do when they don't dress. They have a couple of cocktails. So they I come in the, the locker game. room. I'm hammered. Come in the locker room. Get some gum from the <laughs> trainer. Get in there. Get red face. I'm just I'm having a good time. They throw me a D. I'm forward. They throw me a D for the warm-up. Have no idea. I'm back there, you know, bumping the puck behind the net, breaking guys out. Three on two. No problem. <laughs> Feeling great, right? Uh, it was at that time. I was dating this girl. That was the first game they came to to watch watch me play right uh wasn't playing the fourth line guy was getting shit reed you're up let's go second period I'm like, oh, no. Fuck. so now you're playing college hockey and you're liquored up ain't sobering right so uh went in the corner took four minutes penalties the other guy took two back on the bench rest of the game bye oh, <laughs> but dude no. the, the dude you don't do that coach you don't ask the guy to come when he's freaking liquor no, anyway. oh, damn know well you i had six better. beers sorry had, had to go. Should know better. yeah <laughs> So Duluth, awesome. So I want Northeastern, or, or no, sorry, nor, yeah. North, yeah, yeah, Northeastern. Nor, so a, another iconic rink, iconic town. Yeah. Matthews Arena. Matthews Arena. I was never. I went and saw my son play there. They played mm-hmm. Northeastern, got their asses whipped like seven to two. Northeastern beat Providence. <laughs> Way to go, Cam. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> a bunch of goddamn nerds. <laughs> nerds. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. So, <laughs> so I didn't know anything about the Matthews Arena. I get in there. I'm like, this place is cool. So I'm on my mm-hmm. phone checking out. Dude, yeah. Unbelievable. The oldest, oldest oldest rink 
Still used for hockey. Oldest multi-use facility. Still used. Built in 1910. Yeah. Original home of the Celtics. Original home of the Boston Bruins. I was like, oh my God, how could I not know that was even there? So tell us about, uh, you're from a little town, Anchorage, Alaska. Now you're in Boston. Yeah. I mean, I got to Boston, it obviously a bit overwhelming. Um, a little different approach than, than the, the Duluth route there. Uh, but a lot of my friends went to BU and BC and Harvard, and um, it's just such a great spot. I mean, it's the best college so sports cool. town, you mm-hmm. know, around. And yep. I mean, I could see Fenway Park from my dorm room, so it was it was awesome. It was great. I mean, did did you get courted around it? You could have went to other. What what was so special about about that school that you just thought that was it? Well, when we played for Naha, our coaches would come up to Alaska for a showcase and bring college coaches up here and get seen, which uh, we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, Zoe and I kind of took over that camp. It starts next week. <laughs> but anyway. Plug away. Plug away. Yeah. yeah. We're going to plug it away yeah. again. <laughs> and uh, so the Northeastern coach, he's seen me play when I was out uh, playing for Naha, and he came up to Alaska, and we had him here. And um, I think that's – that's how I committed to school there. I mean, he kind of, he got to know me and, and more of my background being from Alaska. We had him up to our house and <laughs> he saw, you know, pictures like photo albums in our house of, Sorry, um, <laughs> I do that all the time. It's my, it's my go-to. He, he said when I was graduating, he, he told a story about me of, um, when he was in my house and opening up a photo album of me and my first moose. And he was like, I knew then I was like, we need to commit this girl to our school. Nice, nice. <laughs> I was like, what, twelve years old for my first moose, and that was awesome. And um, that's kind of where I got the the commitment there, having him up here and skiing in front of him um, in my hometown. So, again, kudos to mom for yeah, pushing, pushing, good pushing. Job, mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any other visits for you? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we went to BU and BC. Um, I went to Duluth with so uh, we kind of did, we did a lot just kind of just unofficially. And, um, we had one other girl from Naha that came in my freshman year. So we came together a class of three and, uh, well, sorry, being from Alaska, we took the opportunity to do unofficial visits. So we would call the college coaches or we'd call the schools ahead of time mm-hmm. and we would say, Hey, we're in town, we're you know, town. like right. we're yeah. in hey. town, yeah. maybe a couple hours away, but we're in town. Yeah. Well, for national um, national camps. Yeah. So we would take the opportunities York. that we when we would travel to go see these schools. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what we yeah. would do. We would set it up ahead of time awesome. and um, we would make the calls, though, ourselves. Oh, yeah. Just so you know, like definitely if kids, parents out there, like it helps to have. I don't know how you guys did it, but I know for us, like. You talk about your your mom or your parents pushing you in a way like she would make us do the hard stuff. And I think that those are the best ways that you can push your kids is to like, you know, they have to experience it themselves, not that they need to be pushed to do every skill session or, you know, like, I don't know, you know, have have the best of the best at all times. It's like it's the hard things that you need to learn how to do as a kid. And th- those are the things that's going to help you to um uh, be successful at the next level i think definitely what, what do like, you think not to be like preachy yeah, but right. i'm like yeah that's i i think we learned a lot from that yeah the hard calls and she would be like all right you got to call this coach and tell him when we're coming and you know i'm shaking like okay i'm gonna call bc right yeah. and call the weather yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And she's, I'm like, mom, you got to go in the other room. I can't have you in here when I'm trying to like be serious and get my head straight. And then she, she comes in from the other room with a yellow notepad and she's holding it in front of me. And I'm <laughs> right here. I'm trying cue, to cue cards. talk to the head coach here. Mom's got this notepad in front of me saying like, don't forget this, this, this. And I'm, I'm like, going to hire her to be my son's advisor. Oh, man. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Those were funny. She's so, already got it with her. You know? Yeah. 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 Apple doesn't No. So I'm telling you right now, that's a message that parents do need to hear. Like, make your kids do the hard things. Like, yeah. you can't, you can't, you know, coaching at the high school level, these parents are still, like, changing their kids' diapers. It's like, let them grow up. Yeah. Let, let them grow up. Do the hard things. And I think that's a great lesson for mm-hmm. not just kids, for parents to hear. I don't know. I have one more thing that I can go off of that because... You know, like it is hard to know as a parent, where do you push your kids? Like, do you get mad at them for not scoring goals or, you know, do you, I don't know, get on them more for like not working hard or like having a bad attitude and having poor body, you know, posture and body body language, language. like, or doing something cheap ass behind the play. Like that stuff's not cool. That that's the things you can get on your kids for. But we would, I mean, if we had like a 6 a.m. practice, for example, or when we played for <laughs> the Mustangs in Eagle River, like we had to have our shit together. Former so, Mustangs. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we would have to be up at five, make sure that the car is running for yep. at least 15 minutes yep. uh, because it's cold and that all the dishes were done and things were ready to go and we or had eaten go. or he didn't go. Yeah. And it's like, and she, and we had to wake her up and make sure that that we were ready and she was ready and the car was ready. She and wanted you to be in, as invested exactly. as she was. Yeah. yeah. So if you do those things and you're not the one who like everything's ready to go and you know, your parents are waking you up and dragging you out of bed to get to practice. Like, uh, it's just a different mindset. You yep. become part of it. And then you're like, Oh, if she doesn't wake me up, then I'm going to be embarrassed. Yep. I'm not, you know, like then yep. you're invested. Yeah. And it's it, so mm-hmm. much better. T- today's, Today's culture, climate of mm-hmm. youth hockey, and you could agree or disagree, is the parents are super invested, and, and 50, you know, 50% of the kids are super invested mm-hmm. too, but the other 50% aren't near as invested as their mom and dad are, mm-hmm. and it makes it a really interesting dynamic because yeah. they don't get it. They don't get up. Like, and like when did they do come to the rink, it's because mom or dad drug them out of their bed and like dropped them off at the front door, no water, no food, like nothing, and it's uh, that's another, another good uh, – Christy, boy, Christy's just – on top of she's it. on top of it. Yikes. I talked to another. <laughs> I talked to another uh, <laughs> hockey player, uh, Eagle River kid, and he was talking about Christy was the first one that, um, you know, we're we're over there doing jumping jacks okay. and running laps, <laughs> and Ooh. and they're like, oh, uh, what are they doing over there? That's a what dynamic warm up? What the hell is that? <laughs> I think I was like, what the? We're over here doing freaking grab ass jumping jacks like a bunch of idiots. And these kids, they're actually doing stuff. That's kind of cool. So your mom's been uh, ahead of the curve for a long time. That's awesome. That's um, funny. I got one question. Did you guys ever, I looked up, I could not find it. Did you guys ever get a chance uh, to play each other in college? No? Yes? No. No, we didn't. She came to play BU. Right, you guys played BU. Yeah, we we went back. Was Brie Baskin BU at BC? Ba- BC was Brie Baskin at ba- uh, BC. When she you went played? to BC, but she graduated before, before I was okay. around. Yeah. She, I worked with her for a couple of years with Quality Asphalt yeah. Paving. She is an absolutely ridiculous hard worker, mm-hmm. and she turned out to be like one of my. Be- I was new, so I had got stuck working with her a lot. She turned out to be like a, a really really good friend. Um, she oh, goes over awesome. the house and stuff. She, but yeah, she's. <clears> she no, we didn't cross paths. 
I got, I got uh, um, back to, to Zoe. Um, you played for Shannon Miller. So tell us a little bit. I mean, again, I didn't, I, I knew, I know the name Shannon Miller. I didn't really know. And I remember when it went down, she, cause she sued the UMD board of regents for discrimination, something like that. Yeah. And you, it's pretty powerful. You went and testified on her behalf. So obviously you have a huge, and I love it. I mean, I love that coach player relationship and, and, um, like we talked about Pete, a lot of times you don't know as a coach what kind of impact you're having on, on a player or yeah. any player. And and I've had coaches where I go, I, I hate, like I have called them 10 years later. It's like, I hate your guts, but man, thank you for, yeah. <laughs> for what you did. But, but you, and that's a beautiful story. Can you tell us a little bit about, yeah. you don't have to go into too much detail. But. Yeah, no, I'll try to uh, do the short version, but um, I did play for her for four years and my senior year when I was her captain, uh, after I think we were ranked sixth in the country at the time and we had won 12 out of our last 13 games um, going into the spring of my senior year we had an awesome team and we had gone through some challenges for the couple years before that with injuries and some goalie situation stuff and um, with some transfers and so we definitely battled like through the four years that I was there um, we had some challenges and I learned a ton and being part of uh, her leadership staff and everything at, at the end. And trust me, I did not always get along with her. I think it was like my first home game as a freshman. I was starting the game and there was a rule that I that she found out that I broke, which was actually ended up being like a miscommunication. And she sat me before the game and she had not she didn't have all the details. And. I was so furious and and there was just some stuff like that. But, you know, she felt like she had to make a decision to make a point for the team at the beginning right. of the year to be like, you know, don't mess with it. Don't, right. You don't you like. Yeah. <laughs> and like a lion. Out the like sand. Him. Yeah, go. just So, um, but uh, gosh, like I can't say en- enough about what kind of person and teacher she was. And um, I, I still am very close with her now. And. Um, I ended up testifying for her after that season, um, was it 2018, I think a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, but there was a federal case and that was the case that I testified for her. And then there was a state case that I, th- I think might still be in the process, but she ended up winning about yeah. four, $4 million. Right. Um, and it was a unanimous, unanimous decision by, uh, the jury and, um, my testify, I learned so much, yeah, but, bet. um, I, I, obviously you're not going to always agree with your coach. Like, sorry, I don't know where I'm going with this, but what at the end of the day, like the things that I learned from her, whether they were hard or, or, you know, I agreed with her or not. Like I didn't always play on the first line. I wasn't always like at the top of her list or a favored player, but I earned it with her and she let me earn it. And so she didn't just put me in my, my, my box for four years. Um, she continued to, to help me grow. And then, my senior year, I also uh, made the national team um, and then went off on that too. So it's like she really expanded uh, me as a, I, I just feel like everything that I've learned from her um, kind of bridged the gap between, you know, high school and the real world. And that was something that she really took pride in. Uh, and it, at, at the end of the day, like I was happy to testify for her and vouch for her and <laughs> stuff that I agreed with or not, like I believe in her philosophies and what she did. And obviously like having, she's one of the most winningest coaches in, in the history oh, and how yeah. she developed that, 
that team and that school, like over, I think it was course of 16 years and won five national titles. Um, I think Mark Johnson might have five now too, but uh, Duluth and Wisconsin and Minnesota have definitely been powerhouses and we're in the same league. And so those were always fun games. And, and, you know, I actually, I was, uh, it was between Harvard and Duluth for me. And I had got my likely letter and was very close to committing to Harvard and might have even thought that I was going there. Uh, and I chose to go to Duluth and Shannon was a huge part of that. And uh, I don't regret it. Like, that's awesome. you know, you get Great older story. and you're like, oh, man, if I would have gone to graduated with Harvard, you know, they always said that, you know, college is, a, is your 40 year degree. It's not just four years. You know, it's part of 40, 40 years of your life, uh, not just the four. <laughs> but I went to Duluth and uh, the people that I met and um, how much I grew there because of Shannon was. Well, uh, well she sounds I don't I don't know her at all, yeah. but she sounds like a good coach because you're right. You're uh, as a player. Uh, you're not there as a coach to a player. You're not their friend. You're no. not, it's like a, being a parent. You can't be their yeah. buddy. Yeah, you can be with buddies when you're like, you're done now. Yep. Not playing for it. Absolutely. Go out yeah. and have a couple of beers. But at that time it's, it's like, yeah, they're going to do shit. They're, they're teaching you stuff and you don't even know it. Yeah. And you realize that, you know, I've done the same thing later in life and just, just but I thought that I looking through your stuff and that was uh, one thing that caught my eye and, and yeah. uh, what a, what a great story. She's a legend for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then you guys end up playing for her together, right? In for, Calgary, yeah. For a short <laughs> like, time. So she didn't finish the year, right? Uh, she she was only there 12 games. Yeah. Um, for the Calgary Inferno. Is that Was it 12? Was it only 12? That's what It was We could be wrong. At it, least like No, I want to say it was, you know, like if it was 12. But yeah, it could have mm. been No, you're we could, right. our, our facts could be right. wrong, but it said she left after 12 games and was yeah. again wasn't like you guys had a losing record. I think you guys, we were undefeated. We, yeah, you guys yeah. were on top of your game. So she had a little disagreement with somebody in the upper management, management or something. Yeah. But um, long so story. I, yeah, yeah, I could go <laughs> off on that too, but yeah. it wasn't. It, it just. It's unfortunate because uh, she didn't deserve that. But yeah, it's. She's in a good place now, and what, she, what is she? Is she still coaching or? No. She's in Palm Springs right now. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Uh, she's she's still working on some of her lawsuit stuff and trying to run um, a business down there. So, uh, but she is involved with it and she's um, she's working on some projects right now that I'm sure we'll see in the future. A good, I mean, she sounds like an incredible yeah. human being. So yeah, she to, she is. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, well, let's let's want to go world championships first. I mean, how let, um, let's go there. You, um, so, we kind of skipped right over the world junior. Yeah, well, let's go back there. I feel, I don't. Let, we can skip you go to the world championship. Let's skip the silver, go right to the gold. <laughs> gold. I mean, <laughs> how 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 special yeah. was that? How how I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I remember being my senior year, and like I, so I was with um, p- part of the national team, and I was U eighteens, um, and then. I went to university and for that quad, I was out, I wasn't in the USA hockey pool. And then my senior year, like I was looking to go to Switzerland and some different places after my senior year. Cause I'm like, well, I'm going to go experience some, some other stuff and see the world. 
Uh, and what then, you guys have done. We we we, we still God. did. We still got to do still it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> just dang done it. God, look at their Instagram. So jealous. <laughs> like they've been to some cool places. I've even been. I've been to Canada. And, you know, and they're, <laughs> that's it. I've even been to Mexico. I've been to Canada. Yeah, and then they're they're playing hockey when they're there too. Jesus. They're like not just on vacation. <laughs> Pretty cool. I got gypped. So I haven't any talent. That's what happens. Oh my god. Um. Uh. So that. Uh, tell us about the gold. I mean, winning winning that's huge. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think even like getting b- invited back to that first camp was a huge deal for me. And uh, I because I wasn't really expecting it. I, I had an um, awesome senior year. I was really enjoying my last year in university and uh, um, being a leader of that team and being under Shannon, I think, helped me grow to just gave me another level in the game and um, being surrounded by some great players, too, and just uh going to that first camp at christmas and having a just an eye opener to being back with like in that national team pool um and i actually had really good camp like it just didn't i didn't know any better didn't expect anything didn't care who was who and ended up being like leading scorer that camp and then they took me on the team um after my first camp back and then uh yeah i mean just getting that phone call from ken clee was our coach at the time um, and he's a great guy. He actually ended up coming up to Alaska and going hunting here too. So, uh, he, but he, you know, he, he appreciates all that stuff and what we do here in Alaska. But anyway, that's besides the point. But, um, yeah, that first world championships was in Malmo, Sweden, which, uh, Tori and I spent some time later on, but, uh, that first cultural <laughs> well, which, on. Everybody does. Sounds yeah. everybody um, does. Well, yeah, sounds I was new good. to the team. The girls were awesome. Took me in and I didn't necessarily have like a huge role. You know, I was a role player on the team and just tried to work hard and be a good teammate. And, you know, no. got my first goal as a national team player and just really enjoyed my time and enjoyed Sweden. And, uh, we won gold and it was, it was special. I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, being Canada is always great. Well, I imagine that somebody <laughs> that could just accept being a, a, being a role player and, and, uh, and having good body language and being a good teammate, hmm. things that are very lost in, in a lot of today's players is what you just said. Like, well, I think it's really tough. I, um, maybe something that doesn't get pointed out as much like on the women's side is that we have one team. So you're trying to make the top 12, 13 spots in the entire country, you know, versus for men, you guys have a lot of different options and you can play um, professionally uh, at many different levels around the world. But those guys, there are guys out there that can do that. You know, like the NHL, like you get, you have opportunity like at the highest level where, and maybe it's to scale, you know, like, but for us, it's still like the numbers grow and you're still competing for, you know, if you're a centerman, it's four spots. You yeah, know, if yeah. it's if you're a right winger, same same idea. So, um, you're just doing your best to get there, and yeah, there's a lot of politics involved. So, and that goes. You know, I think yeah. everyone can relate to that. But um, you just try to take advantage of the time there, make the most of it, and um, I really think I embraced that and and made the most of my time, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, huge, huge accomplishment. <laughs> Thank um, you. Tell yeah. me a little bit about uh, Tori. Both of you guys, uh, what was the transition going from college hockey, Division One college hockey, which is at the highest level of, of hockey for college, to now pro, where that pyramid gets a little bit, you know, better players. It was it that much of a jump? Was it something you felt fairly easy? 
Well, I took the Europe route. Um, I went straight to okay. Sweden. Uh, after I graduated and I was like, I'm going to Sweden. I'm going to travel <laughs> yes. and yes. take Peek photos. Yeah. And, yeah. Sneak in some hockey now. Yeah. yeah. Have some croissants and coffee and <laughs> hang out. Right. And I show up there and I'm like, damn, these, <laughs> these girls are good. <laughs> some of them are really good. You know, um, the top, uh, euros basically that play in college hockey, they go back and they play for their clubs. Um, and the Swedish league is the top league, um, over there. So all the best players would go play in the Swedish league. And I had girls from North Dakota and, um, Mercyhurst and Quinnipiac and, you know, kind of everywhere. And it was great hockey. I mean, at this point, when I first went over there, it was a few years ago and the top three teams, it was like, it was pretty good, but now it's more popular and more in depth, but. Um, I definitely wasn't just hanging out. I mean, the style that they play over there, the big eyes, that, the that training. That was another question I had. Is super it similar skilled? to, yeah, super skilled? Super skilled, all puck possession. You're not dumping and chasing nothing, nope. right? <laughs> no. You don't turn any pucks over and you hang on to the thing and they're just running you to the ground on off-ice training. I mean, it's it's a boot camp. It's more of, more of a skilled game then. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like... North American games usually a little more grittier and and that type of thing. Where you go to yeah. Europe, it's a little. I, I feel like when I watch quicker. You, I feel like when I watch you guys play, um, it was really cool watching that uh, the championship game of uh, the Calgary Inferno game mm-hmm. because you know you got Zoe like you know you could hear footsteps coming like in the corner, bang bang, and then you got you, know, <laughs> you got Tori like grabbing the puck, snapping it D to D, good feet and everything like that. It seems like you guys have two different distinct styles, two different distinct styles. Yay. Nay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mostly play defense, and I, I've played forward on pretty much every team. I've played a little bit of forward on, and I, and I like to change it up. Yeah, um, <laughs> I like to change it. I do. Me too. I love it. <laughs> You oh get God. older, I like to play D. D. You just stand you do. There. Just, <laughs> that's all I do is play D. I was a forward I as a forward, and by D. the end of the game, I'm a D. Just play yeah. D. They don't do anything <laughs> back there. They don't really have to skate that hard. You don't have to just... Oh, no. So, so I showed a... Uh, one of Dub's good friends from his summer teams is a, a kid from Sweden, and his dad's a big hockey nut, Sweden guy. And I showed him a picture of you and Dub together with your jerseys on, mm-hmm. and he says, oh. oh, yeah, we hate that fucking team. Your garden. Yeah, he's probably an AIK fan <laughs> then. He says, they are, they are a crosstown rival. That's, that's our, that is our number one enemy. Yeah, there are and riots you know what? out there. That's, that's like riots. <laughs> that's it's like nothing I've ever seen before. I mean, you got How many people had a, get, team? had a women's game there? <sighs> Not a lot. No, but when you're talking the men's team, it's like some games they didn't let the fans from the other team come into the stadium. I mean, full out like Like, you don't want to wear the team with horses out there. Smart, smart move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's intense, but the culture around um, the sports teams there in Sweden is it's unbelievable. It's pretty cool to play in front of. And um, the year that we actually won the gold helmet. um we had it. Where's your gold helmet at? Yeah, Tori, why didn't you bring it? Should we wear it? I don't want to fit. Have you guys seen these? No. Oh. Joey Crab won one? one too a few yeah. years back. I know Joey has one. Oh my God. Yeah. But did you bring it? No, I did. I got uh, some pictures. Now you guys are going to have to come back. We didn't bring any. <laughs> no, I mean, we got these helmets and. <laughs> they're they're, they're they the coolest they're award huge. in all of them. They don't fit on the head. So I'm. I got. It's, you know, covering my eyes. It's sitting on top of my nose the whole night. And. 
anywhere you go, um, everyone knows what SM Gold is, right? So we went out the whole night and people are congratulating us and that was a blast. And, but And you were based at, at that time, she was uh, playing for Deer Garden. So it was like based out of Stockholm, which is the biggest city in yeah, Sweden. Yeah, I was in Stockholm at that point, but... Um, you can't drink out of it though, like the cup that you guys mm-hmm. were behind the bar drinking out of in Calgary. That's right. No. Yeah. Well, we want to get to that. Yeah. Well, mean, when you talk about the difference though between sorry university yeah. and pro, like I think it's different. Uh, the professionalism and the structure that they have with the NCAA is very professional, mm-hmm. um, and it's run well. And there's still like they have the PWHPA now since the CWHL crashed after we won so yeah we yep. partied hard for a yeah. week until we found out that next sunday after winning that oh no we're folding the league and so at that time <laughs> but the cwhl at that point was i had played in the nwhl and the cwhl and those were the best uh pro, um, pro leagues in america right. and like a lot of us came um from the nwhl and went to the c-dub after some falling out with the n-dub but um and it was such a good league, but I did play in Sweden too with Tori and it's a different game. I, I wouldn't like necessarily compare one or the other. I do think that um, the highest level would probably have been in the CWHL because it was more concentrated. Um, and the experience that was in that league with the amount of national team players and Olympians and division one players, and maybe even players that haven't played on the national team, but could have, you know? So it was just like that level of play in the CWHL at that time was really good. Um, and that's what they've tried to create with the PWHPA, but, um, the NHL hasn't been like, we've been talking with Gary Bettman and we've been working on trying to get to there, but who knows when it'll happen. But I think eventually we will get to a point where there is one league in the world, like the NHL that they have the rights to the, the WNHL. So mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and who knows when that's going to be, but we're really trying to work on getting there. And, um, but at that point it was like, it's hard to compare because they're different and the structure of the CWHL or the NWHL was not the same as college hockey, uh, but we didn't have the same funding um, or just the infrastructure that made it at that level. But we were still, I, I would say the level of hockey was still really good in the CWHL. Like at that point, it was um, definitely the best place to play. It was the play. highest level. It so was, right, yeah, right after you guys win sure. on the yeah. same team, mm-hmm. um, the, the league folds. CWHL, right? <laughs> yeah. They're they're done. So which is kind of like, hey, great. Well, this this sucks. Yeah. Um, is that when the the for the game movement, you guys got together and kind of pushed back on some issues in in women's hockey? I mean, yeah. When we we released those statements, right? Like with the yeah. Um, it was tricky for us because we we a hundred percent were behind it, um, and we just want to make one league. Like I think everyone wants to make sure that there is one good like the product needs to be good and if the product is good then you can get the right sponsorships and you know the right endorsements behind everything to make it happen um but it's it's just it's not it's not there yet but the product is there yeah it's still a good thing and right now there's like showcases with the pwhpa so they'll have like um, I think there's even a change, another change this year with having tryouts and making it more of a team um, based out of Calgary or Montreal and uh, a team. And but it, it sucks because there's not a league, 
you know, so it's not like a Clarkson. We fought for a Clarkson Cup. Clarkson you know, Cup. there mm-hmm. becomes yeah. like this, you know, a pride and something that you're behind. And a lot of the things that the girls struggled with this year is that the rosters changed every weekend, and there was just kind of a rolling roster that wasn't a, it wasn't, it didn't feel like a real team in a real league. So fan base and yeah, it's like it's confusing. Because, yeah. But even though the top players in the world are playing there, mm-hmm. it's hard to know what to get behind. And then you have the NWHL that's doing all this promotion and advertising and we're opening up a team in Toronto now and we're the six and, and, you know, TSN and some of these news outlets are like getting behind a sports net. Some of the biggest ones in Canada are getting behind it. And it's like, well, it's just false information, you know, talk about fake news. Yeah. Like that's fake news. Yeah. So you just want to, I don't know. It's hard to, uh, you know, you want it, you want the women's game to grow, but it, it has to be in the right way. And it's really hard to explain that to people when they're excited about it because you want them to be excited about it. Big time. I mean, and so, what, that but whole thing. probably just lost you there too. But yeah, it's confusing to kind of stay exactly. on track. And probably yeah. completely lost no, you. Not I mean, at all. <laughs> not at all. No, that's why people are going over overseas. That's why we Sweden. went overseas. Yeah. 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 But the, that whole when you guys spoke out and you, like Billie Jean King was on there. Yeah, then, pff, you have the right people there. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that's a big. Um, but I think that resonated with, and it should with with. Um, when you guys you guys are whether they like it or not you probably like it i think you're role models for for young ho- girl hockey players and boy hockey players I'm at sorry. the end of the day that's yeah and so that that resonated with them yeah. too because you want you know we all we all dream of playing at the highest level where it's whatever that is nhl stanley cup whatever it's going to be um that that's important and it was awesome that you guys are are pushing for it i mean i hope it comes to fruition but it is it is kind of a it, it seems to me, I mean, wa- again, watching, and I, I, I'm ignorant on some of this stuff, but watching, I, I watched that the highlights in that game. There's some freaking people. In this, that's an exciting game. And it wasn't, it, the product is there, I would say. For mm-hmm. the for, RC, but, uh, so for just, Clarkson just, Cup game? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But just the highest yeah. level of, of, of women's hockey. It's it's good hockey. Yeah. Well, you guys the, are players. And, and the not, model's there. The WNBA is the model, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we're, we've learned a lot from them too, and like, look at what they've done well, in this last year. That's what I mean. Right. And so, that's with as, really big, cool. as, as big as hockey is, yeah, if you did hook something to, like you said, the WNHL, mm-hmm. yeah, I well, mean, all of a sudden yeah, you're like, have look a, at that. Like you a, have associates, yeah. and the counterparts are there. Like even the business model, it's yeah, yeah, exactly, and it it all falls into place. So if you have the good product, a lot of times. Um, what happens is the, after we won the Clarkson cup, a lot of people in the community, they knew who we were after. And even more so after we, our, uh, league got dropped yeah. and they're like, Oh, we had no idea we would have come to games. And it's like, yeah. we weren't promoted. We didn't have the money to Too fund late. it, but they're just like, we had no idea. Or people will come to our games and they'll be like, Whoa, that was awesome. It was so fun to watch. We had no idea the level of play and. Uh, so it's really just getting it out it's there marketing. more. Yeah, it's marketing. Well, I think marketing's there. It's, that all happened yeah. after we were um, recognized on the ice at uh, the Flames game. Yeah. And then everyone's like, "Oh, you guys are the Lady Flames," and yeah, you know, <laughs> that's we're, right. We were yeah. playing out of Windsport Arena, yep. which was awesome. Like yep. the facility was great. The setup was awesome. Um, good community community support. But I mean. I wish we could have stayed there. It was a great setup. Calgary is such yeah. a cool town. Oh, yeah, Calgary. Calgary's one of my you favorite Canadians. Awesome. 
I mean, killer town. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the, uh, was it a week bender, three day bender? I've got, I've you, guys got a, you guys, you guys absolutely burnt Twitter down. I've got some great videos <laughs> Wait, on Twitter. Do we? <laughs> Probably things I haven't seen. I just sent you a picture. <laughs> uh, yeah. Show the, that one to Zoe. Tell, tell us about picture. that picture. Um, <laughs> I mean, that was right after we had that's raw, that's raw emotion. Yeah, a yeah. bunch of champagne in the locker room, and we were holding hands, and then she was pouring some champagne in my mouth, and we're <laughs> laughing, everyone's singing. And I mean, we had such a great crew. Yeah. We, we had a lot of ups and downs with that team, and you know, coaching situation, but. We had a blast. And you guys kind of, you guys were kind of the, the stars of the town there for a while, yeah? Like, I know the one video you guys walked behind the bar with the cup and they filled it up. Beer up, and you guys are yeah, With beer it. and you guys are drinking out of it. Yeah, I mean, I would Let's say the closest thing to like the Stanley Cup. <laughs> You're looking at them like they, oh, we don't remember we did that. We did we did that. Did we do like they looked at each other like Tori, was, deer in the headlights? True? I maybe we may, may have done that. <laughs> who, who, I think that's when he filled it up with a margarita. Who Ooh, margarita who in that picture right. that I sent you is in the background with the cup half covering her face. Jenny, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part of the. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, it Brian Jenner. Yeah. You can't cap. Who else? Who was Sean Cook? One of the singers. Apparently, he sang our national anthem, and he was like hanging out in the locker room yeah, with us. What he was, was singing his main song. Sean what is it? Hook? The um, I don't know. Canadian Idol. He won the like, oh, like. We okay. wouldn't have heard it up here. Yeah. You would. Rec- you might have recognized like one song, but a lot of the girls didn't even know. Yeah, a few were freaking out, and I was like, hey, what's up? Want a beer? <laughs> oh, well, hey, favorite Canadian rock band right now. Let's go. Favorite Canadian Ooh. music. You got, a couple, you got a couple serious rockers. Right. I got some serious rockers. Uh, we're, we're more of the heavy side, but. Heavy side? Uh, we're talking metal. That's, like not, metal. that's not true. Gen- I could show you a video of metal. him playing his acoustic guitar singing to us. Well, that's that's oh, not. Ginge, I sent you a picture for this, this uh, drop. I'm totally blank and not. Is it the the totally what tragically hip tragically <laughs> hip thank you <laughs> totally hits yep. tragically, tragically hip, hip. classic <laughs> i remember yeah they're, they're totally tragic they're hip. awesome tragically hip i like those guys yeah uh, don't uh, ask me to name a song Tori, your favorite canadian band nickelback <laughs> nickelback's canadian yes Brian Adams is Canadian. Uh, Rush is Canadian. Justin Bieber. Triumph. Justin Bieber. Hey, come on. No. Pass. He is Canadian. I'm Thank just... God. <laughs> Thank God oh, we don't man. have him. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of some others. Uh, Crash Test Dummies are Canadian. Um, <laughs> any other Canadian bands out there? What do you got? Canadian Metal. Anvil. Matthew Good Band. Anvil. No, they're not going to. You're Anvil. on Google. It doesn't count. Yeah. Ellie's texting halibut pictures. <laughs> Celine Dion, does she count? <laughs> she's from Fran- en Francais. Is she? I, I thought she was she's French Canadian. French Canadian. I think she's French Canadian. Yeah, she's Quebec. Oh. Bummer, COVID-19 canceled our Montreal trip this year. I'm mm. super, super bummed. Uh, Good spot. We got, we got stuck there once. Yeah, we did. did we? Love Montreal. Do you guys ever just fight, like, get real pissy with each other and yeah I, I, when i pulled her hair when she beat me in the that, running race that was once when you guys were one 14 time. yeah i literally have never seen you guys interact anyway but you know very happy 
I don't know. We're best friends. I don't know what it it's is. Awesome. There's some bickering going on, but other than that, we're cool. Yeah, we'll get over it real quick. I mean, <laughs> she, it doesn't matter in 100 years anyway, right? If anything, it's like... Fact. <laughs> Absolute fact. Anyone talk shit to my sister or touch my sister. That's I'm right. Going down. Oh, yeah. In Calgary? Yep. She was on the oh. ice with me once. So, obviously, I play defense. She's playing forward. We're, we're out there. <laughs> and I, I'm taking the puck in the zone, and this girl just hammers me from behind. I mean, I go I full pissed. neck up, you know... Back is, is is cracked in half. Scorpion. As I turn oh. around, I see Zoe. Two-hand tomahawk. Yes. Over this girl's stick, snaps it in half. Who is that? Did you play with her? Yeah. I don't. I can't remember her name. <laughs> She's, She's like, dead to me. But I was so mad <laughs> in her face. I, I was so mad that she hurt Tori. <laughs> It looked like it looked bad. Okay, it looked a lot worse than it was. But I smacked her. I just two-handed her, and then I <laughs> hit right hit across her, her stick shaft. so hard, and snapped, snapped her stick half. right in half. Well, I've, I've got a good question for you. This is one thing I've always wanted to ask. <laughs> yeah, this is a good lead-in. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, and we can't say hitting, but body checking because we've gone over this. You say hockey hitting is what bullies do, but body checking okay. in girls' women's hockey. I've always been, this is me, looking outside, looking in. Um, at the elite level, you are all, you're all on the same playing field. Why don't you? It's, it's, and, and believe me, I've had a lot of coach, a lot of teams against your mom's teams. They're gritty. I mean, it's, it's yeah. the same game. Why, why don't they? What, what's your stance on that? And, it, and to me, it seems almost sexist. We don't want the girls to get hurt. Yeah. That's just not, but they're, they're, after playing the same yeah. game, exactly. Yeah. I just don't understand that. There's like, some what, what are your games. Guys yeah, I mean, yeah, we've had it's like full checking. <laughs> I would games. say the higher the level it is, like when you see a U.S. Canada game, like it is full body contact, yeah. and mm-hmm. it just it really depends on like the refs you have too. And I think that's part of like maybe refs that haven't been as familiar. Like a lot of times we, I hate to be sexist too, but we like the guy refs in our games because they'll, lot of, they'll let a lot of the little go. stuff go. Yeah. And stuff around the board, stuff are, like that stuff is usually fair game. I, I think in the CWHL it was it was well run. Um, in the SDHL in Sweden it was tough because it was bigger ice and there was a lot more open ice yeah. stuff that happened um, at higher speeds because you're kind you there's less stop and starts and you're getting going a little yeah, faster. Uh, people, mm-hmm. And then Players when collisions happen, there were a lot more concussions there, even though the game was a lot more physical in the States or in North America, the game was definitely more physical there, but it was more of like a liability in Sweden. It was, it was it's like, it's weird. pretty reckless. Yeah. yeah. So I think the education, it goes back to like the education of like, um, yes, at the higher levels, it's probably better. And a lot of those girls have played boys and know how to angle and they know how to hit and they know how to, sorry, hit no. or body check, check, body check. properly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so it would be fine, but I don't know, maybe it's a, they just try to keep the continuity of everything or the consistency of it. But, um, it's a good question. It just seems like it's, it's, it's a, it's a natural part of the game i mean hockey is not a nice game no. it's not like hey, you take the puck i'll get it for a while it's like you knock yeah. him off the puck you want the puck yeah. there's only you only play with one so it's always um dumbfounded me why especially at the elite levels why don't the women you know hit just like the guys and and well now they're taking hitting well 
it's not looking good for hitting in women's hockey because they're taking wi- uh, hitting out of all hockey at, at this point. That's and, true. Right. And yeah. That's, Head contact concussions, and concussions. Yeah. And we, we've no, talked uh, no, about that. No, about. no body contact in house hockey anymore at all. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then and it was it. So mm, remember Pee-wee's? how in the Bantam? no ban- Bantam. And was Pee Wee's? Pee Wee's. You always used to be able. You always used to be able to finish your check. Yeah. No, can't finish your check anymore, and it is. Kenny, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have got to have stick on puck before making contact with a body check. That's like that's the rule now. This so guy's no, an no more intimidation. superstar referee right here, by the way. Yeah, the enforcer role is just <laughs> yeah. going out the going window. Going out the window, yeah. It's, well, it's, and sometimes it's just a momentum shift, right? It's, it's absolutely. Just like, you know what? That guy is killing us. I'm going to hit him once just so he you know, mm-hmm. stops killing us for a little bit. No, it, yeah. it's, uh, we, we've talked about it on the, on the pod before. but um, I'm sure. It's yeah. interesting to get your, your take on it because you are two elite women hockey what players. About, what about slap shots? Slap shots are a go. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, no, it's okay. It's fair. Like, it goes with the body. Like, you can only do a... I know if they didn't allow slap shots. You can't do slap shots shots. until peewees are bantams now, too? Peewees. Peewees? Okay. Huh. So, yeah, I remember that being a thing as a peewee. Yeah, we do slap shots. There's nothing worse than a peewee slap shot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tickling the ceiling. Yeah, and then you get our age and it hurts my shoulders to even think about doing a slap shot. I'm just a snapper. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm not a defense, so I never do (laughs) half clapper at best. Yeah. But, no, uh, I would say the game is very physical, and at the highest level there is a lot of body contact, and I would say it's almost a full check game other than center ice hits. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's gonna be a penalty. But uh, other than that, like anything along the perimeter, it's yeah. gonna be fair USA game. Hockey Canada women's games are absolutely the vicious. They're, they're fun. Awesome. The vicious. They're yeah. so awesome. To that watch. was fun about the Calgary the the Calgary Montreal game, our Clarkson Cup final. Oh, that such a good game. There was like twenty plus Olympians on the ice. Such it was game. such Between a good game, teams, and it was yeah. so much fun. It was fast. It was hard and. High scoring, like it was a really it was fun such game a good, to be a part of. You tickled of, yeah. the twine twice that game, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's cool to know people in the game. Like now, you're like mm-hmm. you're sitting there, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like yes, Alaska, yeah. that is yeah. fun. Yeah, it is so cool. Um, yeah. So, so cool. speaking of twenty Olympians on the ice, do you have any good uh, stories about any of the big name Olympians that people might know or that you're allowed to tell? Or well, I roomed with Hillary Knight for a year and. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just, I mean, <laughs> what do you say? How's Hillary Knight? She's been to Alaska. Yeah, we had her and Casey Bellamy, Marie Philip Poulin. Philip Poulin. Philip Poulin. Yeah, JJ about her. He loved her. <laughs> oh, God. JJ. <laughs> JJ, you're a bad man. Marie Philip Poulin. Like JJ says, I'm mean, but I'm sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Casey Bellamy, Brianna Decker, uh, who else was up that? Um, Carella Mard, who is also well, another. Do you allow boys in this camp? Mm-hmm. I put my son in there. <laughs> had a few like We've actually had that question quite mm-hmm. a bit. Well, it seems a reasonable because girls can play boys hockey, so yeah, boys why should not? get to play, right? Yeah, Girl Scouts boys. They're Scouts. lucky. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that. I know some people. Yeah, no, we've. I. Uh, I mean. <laughs> I'd say all the good stories are probably inappropriate okay. to tell. Fair, fair, <laughs> fair. Well, because everyone thinks that, I mean, let's face it, guys are 
guys, but I'm sure that the locker room and a <laughs> yeah. woman's locker room is a, it's the same thing. You're, yeah. you're a team. Yeah. You do stupid shit and that's the way and we're not going to go into it, but yeah, there are some one liners that I wish I could share, but <laughs> right. probably only like a right. certain community that would understand it. And we can, we can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> can we not Ex- executive producer? Can we edit out that? Um, well, that's uh, we're not going to get we'll, off the air. Maybe we'll get a little taste of that, but we'll see. Yeah. So yeah. Hillary Knight, is she, is she a giant? You know how movie stars are like bigger than life? Yeah. You know, Kenny Chesney. Yeah, and Tom Cruise. Kenny Chesney, five, big. three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, she actually is big. Yeah. Like she's she's a unit. She's, she's got a, a great. She's, I love it. She's See, got a great this is, shot. This is the same talk. It's the same, same talk. talk. And it's the same talk. Yeah, she she's been in the game for a long time. She has awesome experience, and she has a, a different outlook on some things. And I totally respect her. And mm-hmm. some people might have some different opinions, but when you you become a face of a brand or USA Hockey or whatever it is, you're gonna be you, yeah. You know, you're gonna yep. be you're after gonna, a bit, you're and a yeah. Yep. So it's like I think she's done really well with um, everything that's been thrown at her, and she's a good friend. She's a good teammate. And uh, she's done. I think she's done really well at representing our sport. So that's mm-hmm. she's good, good a- shit. As both of you have done for Alaska hockey and beyond. So your <laughs> your guys's you well, your your guys's success has kind of transcended the game now because you're. I, I don't know what your plans like. What is what is the future of uh, of uh, your hockey career? Or what you're just what what are you doing? What's up? What's next? And we can talk about we got the Zopro, um, <laughs> and you got the Zoto. <laughs> Mm. Took me a while on that. It took me like two minutes to figure that out. Yep, figured it out. They do everything. They do figure it out. But maybe you could get ice. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe we could get a. Could we get a group rate for these Absolutely. guys and me included? We're we're yeah. kind of you know we're working on. It. It's harder at our age to it's stay in top shape. But I can't uh, do quite as many pull ups as I used to. Oh, <laughs> pull ups are cool. <laughs> pull ups. It's cool. bad for my shoulder. I got two bad shoulders. I eliminated those from. Just go to parallel grip. It works every time. Yeah, the parallel grip is currently what I'm doing anyway. What the hell is that? Neutral, neutral. Neutral grip. Oh, okay. neutral grip. Parallel grip. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Reverse grip. So yeah, what what is what is kind of the future uh for the, the Hickle sisters here? What are we doing here? Yeah, I mean when I was in Sweden I started uh my business uh working with nutrition and I also do photography on the side. I was taking photos for restaurants and uh people when I was in Sweden. You have an eye. Hey, it's great. I mean, that's one thing I look. No, no offense. Isn't your degree I mean, that in was nutrition? Her, no, she her, does. Her, unbelievable. And her, her, like looking through there, I was like, oh my god, it's just yeah. I look at my portal. Yeah. I look at my Instagram. Like, <laughs> sucks. Well, a lot Never of been time, anywhere. Don't do anything. Yeah, Instagram I mean, creeper. pictures can be tough because like a lot of times you experience things and you go out in the mountains here in Alaska and you're like, man, you just can't, you can't no, capture can't this. Capture but I, Tori does a really good job of that. She so does. she colors our world, as we say. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think she did a really good job. I'm not great at that. Just, you know, the Instagramming and all that thing. But Tori does a really good job of uh, um, capturing the moment and just like sharing that. And I think Keeping it's really special. on what she's doing. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Story Tori. We, we, you know how you can. Yeah. Story. <laughs> we call it story now. Uh. <laughs> No, it's fun. And um, yeah, so I started my nutrition business and that kind of took off and um, doing some private stuff on the side as well at Adelaide and, you know, helping trade dub and so kind of some personal training. And every time we're home, we're always on the ice uh, with my mom's girls and kind of, you know, doing our give back. But Mm -hmm. we have a blast. 
And Zoe kind of, she took off with her business, uh, doing more of the sports and conditioning. Um, and so we did a project where we combined, we call it the Zoto project. Yeah. Where you had a, a four week plan of, Zoe you know, Tory. Zoe, Zoe, Zoe Tori. Yeah. I got it. I got it. It took me two minutes, <laughs> but I got it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I wrote a, a four week nutrition plan and she did, um, the exercises through her app and we sold that as kind of a, something that we wanted to collaborate on and, and kind of check off our box as something we do together. And, uh, it's something we use every day too with our training between, you know, what it might be is hockey training or training for mountain marathon when we're home, um, up in the mountains running and, uh, just a combination between the two. Nice. Well, mm-hmm. it, and, and the, the mountain running is, yeah. uh, when we're not playing pro see, hockey, we're uh, so, racing in the mountain. Marathon. So we're, we're down <laughs> Seward, we're down Seward and, and, and you guys come to bed. Oh, we're, we're going to go up, uh, Mount Marathon here in an hour. You guys have me use up. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got a pulled hammy right Sounds now. Sounds great. <laughs> my my son Cam looks at me and goes, like, they'd probably kick her ass out there. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. I know they would kick my ass, and yeah, probably kick your fucking ass too. So yeah, it was funny. It's like, you guys want to go up there? Uh, no, nah, we're good. <laughs> I don't know. Cam had his Solomon's on, or was that? The He's what? Like, I wore my, his, my mountain shoes. He had shoes. his Solomons on. Yeah. He did have the mountain shoes on. Yeah, but, he was ready um, to go. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. I was like, you guys want to go up there? We can go up there. I'm not going up there. Yeah. You guys go up By there. We, it was raining. you guys. It's, um, yeah, it was downpouring. Yeah. And we it's saw a bear. Did you guys go? Did you guys yeah, go? We yeah, we went. You did? Of we, course you did. We, we saw walked, a bear on the ridge. Walked over some steaming bear shit and came above the tree line and we saw a bear, so we went right back down. And that's a wrap. Let's go. Yep. So cute. They're probably feasting on that dead guy. Did there. you get some new jewelry that I didn't see last time? Hmm? Did you get some new jewelry? Do you this kind? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Did, did you want to talk about? I mean, I don't. No, I went to Calgary and met my husband there. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a Olympic bobsledder for the Canadian team. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Is that good? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's talk about does. units. Talk about a unit. Well, he's in all your. He's in all your. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Your post. You guys yeah. working out together. Yeah. Yeah. No. So you he, guys are engaged then. Well, we got married. Oh, you did. Yeah. Well, we got married and Tal Keaton actually. Yeah, we, uh, she she didn't tell away. me. I didn't tell Tori. Either. <laughs> uh, oh, I bet you that she was mad. No, she wasn't. We we surprised her there. She was mad only because she was hungry and she didn't know where we were. <laughs> and hungry? I was trying to dress in the car <laughs> and then she showed up. When, when did this go down? Like, uh, yeah. Last uh, July, end of July. Yeah. Was it last wow. July? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. So uh, everyone's shocked because she like didn't post it on Instagram or uh, yeah. Facebook it's like if you something. didn't post it, it didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So well, congratulations. Well, thanks. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Good guy. Uh, Good dude. What, what's the guy's name? Cameron Stones. Cameron Stones. Oh, yes. Zoe. Dudley <laughs> <Stone>. name. <laughs> dude. Hi, I'm Cameron. Cameron Stones. Cam Stone. Cam Stone. <laughs> Sure. Stoner for sure. The stoner, bro. You guys want to go to a party? It's at Cameron Stone. <laughs> Cameron Stone? Oh, God. Dude. Wow. Wow. Score on the name. We should have had Congratulations. We should have had him on. No. He's a handsome man. He, he is a unit. Yeah. He's a man rock. He is very, very handsome. Um, so you have a hockey, Great Alaskan Showcase 2020. Is it full or can you pump it up yeah. for our three listeners? They'll, they'll get out there and <laughs> no get, i mean we are full. We, have thousands. <laughs> yeah. we, have thousands. we are full we are on a waiting list Ooh. right now which is great but um just because of the situation that's everything happening right now um it's what we're at so uh we what is our, capacity for the camp 
Well, now that things have opened up to 100%, I guess technically we could do that. But for what what we've scheduled and and just what we've had in place, we're just going to move ahead with this. Usually we bring up coaches from uh, all around the country. Uh, and we have the money to do it, but we're just unable to host that right now. Yeah. So it's the quarantine and all that. Yeah, it's, it's. I guess you guys will. Do, you know, you guys will do. You know, for coaches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we're having two gold medals out out and gold helmet in Sweden. Some, I mean, yeah. it's four, four years yeah. each. Yeah, I need a I picture of the golden fine. helmet. I want to see the golden. <laughs> helmet. I want to. I want to actually. The I golden want, helmet. The gold helmet is so cool. I would love it to actually. Can, so I, can cool. I wear the golden helmet? Was that? Is that? Sorry, I can't believe you didn't bring it. If is that allowed? Helmet, Am I allowed never to win it. give it to someone? I, to yeah, I'm never winning anything. We already talked about that. <laughs> yeah, so we talked about that yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so one more thing. This is more of a Tory question. And you want to get tackle? You were kind of the the um, you're the sponsor GM of that club. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, all, you, you tell you you do a good okay. job. So the, just a little background. I run a little hockey club called the uh, Fully Funded Hockey Club, and three time <laughs> Coach Mac Cup champions. Um, and they one have green pant covers. They have pant covers for three on three tournaments. Awesome. Pant covers, socks, jerseys, the whole the whole works. Uh, Tori, I sent you that picture. Usually the last to pay. Uh, yeah. Well, that's because I'm only partially funded right. until day of the tournament, and then I'm fully funded. Right. Um, but I one year I wanted to have what my goal was is to have a team in every division. So I thought it would be clever because all the other old farts were oh already on beginner team, not beginner, uh, novice, novice on novice teams. I thought it'd be cool to have a girls team play in the novice division it wasn't really that cool because you had girls like tori and the knuckleby sisters and i'm sorry the the hawaiian girl's name mariana she was sick and the goalie was ridiculous (laughs) and they absolutely ran roughshod through the beginner division kind of rito um so you went 4-0 and with all the success you guys have had in your career is it safe to say that one of the biggest regrets was not winning that Coach Mac Cup championship? Oh. Were you guys, did you choke in the final? I, you went 4-0. People, grown men were out there trying to run you guys They were they were pissed. They were calling and complaining. This is bullshit. These girls so, are too good. This, this guy. Like, do you remember the the team that no-showed? So I had to put a team together we're to come play you guys? Yeah. The team would refuse to yeah. come play you guys. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I remember how how old was I here? That was twelve, twelve or thirteen. I have pictures with you, you and Dub, and Dub is like, <laughs> oh my <four>. gosh, <laughs> yeah, your babies. The Mac. Did, did, whatever happened to the rest of those? I mean, obviously, uh, Katie played Div One. Molly became a mom. The girl w- goalie went to a, an academy somewhere, a prep school, maybe. Uh, no, Monica lived with us. She played for my mom. She went to Brown. Yeah, went to Brown. Mm-hmm. And then she's a great goalie. What about the 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 white? Hawaiian girl. She went to D three school. D three. So we had four spacing. We had four, three Div one and one D three college girls playing fifty year old men at the CMC, (laughs) and these fifty year old guys are like. They're absolutely fucking pissed. Yeah, they are. And they're like, this is bullshit. And they're getting <laughs> chippy. Like, uh-huh. And you guys are like, yeah. The toe drag, yeah. curl back, curl back. See yeah, you later, yeah, guys. Yeah. You'll possession, possession. <laughs> don't throw the puck you away. You son of a bitch, yeah. So, uh, but what what was that? I don't remember the f- I I was, I'm at it there. But I, I, uh, what happened in the final game? Like, what, do, you, do, you do you remember, remember? what happened in the final game? Well, yeah, I mean. She's I, trying to strike that from the record. No, It's a blank, blank. Do you remember Katie Knuckleby, like, refusing to shake hands and breaking her stick on her way off the ice, slamming against the glass. 
and telling me that her prom that night was ruined because you guys lost. Yeah, you guys went to prom after. <laughs> after the game, they went to prom. <laughs> well, she's a knucklebee. Yeah. She so. Was- Makes sense. Yeah, you guys were yeah. awesome, and actually, not competitive. Uh, if you guys, you know, yeah. we we may have a uh, we may have a fall three on three this year to start our season to make up for the CMC that got canceled. And if you want to come back and redeem yourself, more chance. I would be more than happy to to allow you to, to pick the team. If Zoe makes it, she makes it. If not, she doesn't. And what? and you guys can uh, you guys can redeem yourselves. Well, if you're ordering gold helmets. I'll order one. <laughs> and it'll be the size. It'll fit your head. Okay. <laughs> Are there going to be old rush? Old, old yeah, man rush. a lot of old man rush there. Old, old man, man rush. rush. Old man rush. Don't, don't. don't. <laughs> you know, that, that's a prime sponsor. You don't want to. We don't want to lose them. Sorry. Old man them. rush. Ah, thank you. So, uh, Zoe, Tori, thank you for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. Um, and thank you for um, all you guys have done for Alaska hockey. I mean, you guys are... Um, it's like I said, it was fun to go back and and really dig deep and 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 um, yeah, such a thrill to have you guys on and thank for all you've done and, and you're awesome. Thank you, <laughs> thank I you mean, guys, rock stars, thank you, rock guys. Stars. <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, so uh, it's time for dumping change. Dumping change.